Hey, a quick note before we start. This episode of Tiny Conversations contains more adult subject matter that may be inappropriate for some listeners. Okay, now on with the show. From age 19 to 37, I slept in a bed with someone every night. So to go from that, like 18 years of sleeping with someone beside you, to this like big queen-size bed every night alone, it killed me. Like that was like, that's hard. That is Michelle Parisi, and this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Colley. Michelle is a producer on the CBC radio show Spark, mom, and generally candid and super chill person. A few years ago, Michelle went through a very abrupt divorce and is now writing a book on that. Her book is about... Being alone (laughs) and how imposed aloneness feels compared to uh, when you've elected to be alone on your own, because I think it's different. I was really curious about what Michelle meant by that statement, so I decided to meet her in the lobby of CBC and talk to her. Here's that discussion now. You messaged me and you wanted to talk about loneliness, but different kinds of loneliness. Mm -hmm. And you you had some pretty cool names for them, so what, what do you think, what are the different kinds of loneliness? I think that there is a difference between alone and feeling lonely or I don't know what the difference is but I'm experiencing uh, going through sort of like figuring out what the difference is between being alone and and loneliness which I think are different things and I don't really know how yet so is this a was this I mean this change is it a I guess what what has been the change what have you noticed has been the one form of loneliness in your personal life, and then how has that gone into this other kind? It's the thing I think about the most, basically, and I wish I didn't think about it so much, but I'm constantly aware that I'm alone, even when I have lots of people who love me and lots of good friends and family and my daughter. Um, but there's still this like Grand Canyon-sized hole inside of me that all I can call it is loneliness. I'm okay at being alone, let's say. I mean, I care. I, you know, I, I have my own home. I have my own mortgage. I have a car. I take care of my daughter half the time. Um, I have a good career. I can be alone and manage life alone, but I don't like it. Uh, I like being in a pair. Uh, I didn't love domesticity though, but something about the team mate and having that pair and having that person in your life even when things were rocky or not exactly perfect so i'm exploring all of these things these are the things i think about a lot lately when you were talking about that you said you missed this partnership and so what are some of the things that maybe what are yeah what are those things that you miss and how how are you filling filling that in i think to be very honest with you um, like intimacy, like f- actual physical intimacy is a huge thing missing from my life. So if I think about it, so I had a boyfriend, like one a- boyfriend after another since I was 15 years old. And then I met my husband when I was 25. And then we broke up when I was 37. 
So from age 19 to 37, which is like 18 years, I slept in a bed with someone every night. So to go from that, like 18 years of sleeping with someone beside you to this like big queen-size bed every night alone, it killed me. Like that was like, that's hard. It's still hard now, two years later, but it was really, that was a huge thing to to overcome. So physical intimacy for sure. And the way that I got through that, and I'm just going to be totally candid because who cares? Because um, this is life. So, uh, you know, at the at first, when I first, I was very shocked, obviously. I didn't know my marriage was ending. Um, uh, I spent like the first year just, you know, just sleeping with whoever. And um, it, mostly because I wanted the physical intimacy, but I didn't want anything else. So it was just like, um, you know, whatever, just sleep with random 25-year-old guys. And it's the artificialness of a pairing. It's like a short-term pairing, right? And then over time, I developed longer-term casual relationships where at least you get to know the person a bit more. And so there's more of also this like temporary pairing feeling. But that only gets you so far. Like, or it only gets me so far. I mean, a lot of people are just great with that. But the casual relationship machine is <laughs> exhausting. And, and I think in some ways it adds, contributes a lot to my loneliness. What's interesting is what you were saying before about how we, we are pack animals and we have this pairing and then talking about having this physical intimacy but not sort of necessarily wanting the emotional side of it. But I think what what can happen, because I've been there as well, where it's kind of like I've been I've been tricking myself into going, oh, I'm I'm feeling this stuff. And then when it's gone, you really notice it's gone. You really frame it as a partnership. Like there's 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 this contributing sort of factor and going forward now, um you've 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 been on your own for a while what's how are you going to approach what's next do you have an idea of what you want if you could just like sketch it all down and say I kind of this is what I think are the necessary things well the thing is I'm very comfortable um I like having my own place um I can decorate it the way I want I can handle the finances the way I want you know I'm very comfortable in my own surroundings and maybe this is controversial but I have come to enjoy uh, having my daughter 50% of the time so I like that there's more time for me as a human being because when you're uh, married and you have a kid or you're you know whatever when you're in a partnership and you have a kid I mean the first four or five years of her life I had no time alone I was never alone and being alone for an hour was like this dream situation now I mean one of the good things is even though I miss her when she's not with me and it's like a another kind of giant hole inside of me that way on top of everything else being taken away from me uh also my daughter is not with me half the time but what I've gained from that is like time to be myself more time to go out uh, and do things that I wasn't doing when I was like locked in this like domestic sort of situation. And my ex-husband and I are still super team together, co-parenting our daughter and like supporting each other in other ways if we need it. But romantically, wouldn't it be nice to just have, I don't know, it's that someone, you know, that that you can count on in a way. 
a couple of weeks ago when I came home from my soccer game on a Thursday night and I opened the door and dark apartment, right? And I played such a great game. And what I would, and I cried my eyes out when I walked in the door almost immediately because the darkness of my apartment and the high I was on from like playing this really great game. And then I just sat there and I ate a bowl of cereal for dinner by myself. And like, wouldn't that be awesome if there was someone there who just say, hey, how was your game? And then I say, it was awesome. I did really great. And the guy on the other team came to congratulate me. And then, you know, we have sex and then we go to sleep. I don't necessarily want to have replicate domesticity again. That's not necessarily my goal <laughs> in any way. But I do miss having a pairing. What I, what I think is interesting is you just even in this conversation have brought up both the positives and negatives mm-hmm. of partnerships and being being on your own like you talk about rediscovering uh, a lot of the creative arts that you like and i think you can lose yourself sometimes in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. and it's what's interesting is just grappling with this is being alone good or bad right i just wish that the question wasn't framed that way but it does seem to be that way like you know what i mean being alone is great and like then there's lots of people who thinks being selfish or being alone is like how they're going to get through this part of their life and to me it's like the antithesis of human growth right is to say the way that i'm going to get my stuff in order and the way i'm going to succeed or the way i'm going to grow is it individual is to say I need to be selfish and I need to be alone I just for me that's the opposite of everything I think is true I feel like I'm so optimistic somebody told me I'm hooked on hope which is you know true I just really believe like let's just keep trying like let's just keep going for it take a chance jump off the cliff like who cares like how can you find someone interesting but then like run away because you're afraid of whatever some end goal instead of living in the present because fuck it man like everything is about being hurt i mean i've been hurt and so what like keep going man try something else how can you know anything until you do it so i have to know what it's like to be alone and i'm doing it i'm being alone i'm i'm learning about it i'm not liking it i'm not buying in that i have to like it I don't know if I bought into it yet, right? Learn to love being alone. I don't. I don't. Tiny Conversations is a podcast featuring small discussions on big ideas. If you like what you've heard, you can subscribe to get more episodes in iTunes or Stitcher. Our theme music is by Broke for Free. If you want to learn more about Michelle, you can follow her on Instagram at Girl. Michelle, what do you post pictures of? You know, your regular selfies and like funny things on the street. And then often it's some of my artwork. I tweet at Brian Colley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>